This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. Oh, yeah, boys. I like that. <laughs> Woo, sheesh, as the kids say now. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. I'm, I'm about, man, I need, to, I need to catch up on things. <laughs> yeah, Tyler liked it. Um, what's up, everybody? We're happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't noticed, we've been very intentional about bringing y'all high-quality guests. Now, that's very good, but you may notice that that takes a little bit more organization. And as we're growing into that, there may be some less frequent. There may be less frequency in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we'll be continuing to work to where we line up these high-quality guests on a weekly basis. So we're, we're in the process is what I'm saying. And John and I were like, you know what? We've got guests lined up, but not for this week. And it's been too long since we've talked to our people. Mm-hmm. So, John, Amen. how's life treating you, though? Life has been a, a glorious, crazy, chaotic whirlwind of late. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, boys. It's It's been incredible. Love it, dude. Yeah, it's it's been awesome. I can't complain. I cannot complain about my well, life right now. Well, like my dad says, it wouldn't do you any good anyway. See? Voila. Yeah. And my life just improved tenfold because the cooler finally kicked on. Oh. That feels oh, fabulous. Yeah. We were basically doing the podcast in a sauna 30 seconds ago, so hella freaking luya. But that's enough jibber-jabber small talk. John, let's dive in. Let's hear your rant. I want to know. Because people haven't heard from us for a while, and just they want to know what John needs to rant about. There's some words here in my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spit out, and what it is is about opportunity. Okay. I want to talk about opportunity for a second. All right. I have had an experience that if you want more opportunities in life, you want to know who's gonna be the the catalyst and the main motivating factor to that. Joe Biden. Yes! No. <laughs> oh, no, oh. No, no. Dr. Fauci? Nope. Oh, oh. Uh, nope. Must be Kamala. Or Kamala. Kamala. Or Kam- I don't know how to say her Kam- name. I never Kamika? get it right. I don't I never get it right. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's not it's them not either. Not No, it's, it's the uh, mayor. No. Oh. Lynn Johnson? Yep. No. Uh, or, or it's the governor. Oh. Doug Ducey. Yeah. No, no. It's oh, not. It's God. none of that. Okay. All right. Who is it then? It's you. Me? It's what? me. Oh, yourself. Oh, yes. gotcha. Got it. Yeah. Tell me more. No, I just, my experience has been of late, if you want more opportunities in life, you're like, you have to be the one that creates them. And what I mean by that is, is that. It doesn't mean that like whatever you are looking to create in life is just going to poof out of the middle of nowhere. But I've, I have noticed of late that when over the last, you know, six months to a year, when I am one, open to opportunities and two, looking to create more opportunities for myself, it's like double and tripled opportunities start coming out of the woodwork everywhere. And I'm like, geez, where were these opportunities a little while ago? But it's because I was not who I was needing to be 
for those opportunities to be there for me. Yeah. And now it's like, well, gosh, I see all these opportunities and like, man, I just take my pick now. Mm-hmm. And it is incredible like where that can lead you to. So what I'm saying is, is if you feel like you would like to have more opportunities in life, they're not just going to knock on your front door. I mean, they may. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility in that. But that's not super likely yeah. in my experience. If it's going to happen, you know, start looking to create your own opportunities. And as you're doing that, it will create a momentum. The more opportunities will come your way. Yeah. Things that you didn't think were a possibility all of a sudden in a time frame that you didn't think possible may be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so. There's a couple things I want to say to that to the time frame thing. Something that Elon Musk has been said to have said in the past is that, uh, like, if you give yourself three weeks to clean your house, it's going to take three weeks to clean your house. If you give yourself three hours to clean your house, it's going to take three hours to clean your house. So when you're going for these opportunities, because he said something about timetable, like, you know, I think a lot of us could really shorten up our timetables. And say, you know what, I'm not going to try to do that in five years. I'm going to try to do that in six months and just get after it. Yeah. And uh, we can really produce so much more. Um, And I want to share a little bit of my experience around everything you're sharing here. Because um, I I spent a lot of my life um, interpreting the opportunity and like what it takes to produce opportunity, I think a little bit different than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so take the richest man in Babylon, and I'm not going to quote this perfectly, but it says something like Lady Luck smiles upon like people that are hardworking. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put that, like I, I use that as a North Star. But I think something that maybe isn't as clear as it could be in that is the intention part. And yeah. so... Yes, you're much better off just doing and doing whatever and just working hard um, to produce an opportunity. So say you're in a job you don't really like, you're much better off. Um, say you're a uh, grocery store checkout person. Yeah. And like that's not where you want to be your whole life. Yes, you're much better off just working really, really hard at being the best grocery clerk you could be to produce an opportunity that you that's better, um, which like that's always going to be a better option but even better is to do that with more intention of the opportunity you want to produce and so what i like to put a finer point on that is i found myself like instead of saying instead of being brave enough to say what i really wanted and intentionally go off of that i just thought put my nose down work really really hard and like some powerful person will see it and my opportunity will then be granted to me and like, yes, the hard work opens up that possibility a lot more than if you're just not working at all or you're only showing up in your life halfway. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, with the intention, it's completely different. And if you're like, no, I want to build a hundred million dollar business or I want to bring I, I want to make a million dollars a year myself or whatever your intention is, like be brave enough to actually say it. And it'll be so much more efficient in producing the opportunities to actually achieve it. Mm, I like that. Something else that that brings to mind, which goes straight back to also what I was saying, is about the 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 luck. And is a lot of what the richest man in Babylon says 
in that chapter is he talks about how though people may look at other people and say, oh, they're so lucky. Mm-hmm. They create, people create their own luck. Yep. Like you, you create your own opportunities slash luck slash whatever you want to call it. Like there is a way of being and, and working hard and being intentional and creating those things. Like, that's that's a real thing. Like yeah. I don't think my experience is that a lot of people don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But my experience of life is like everything's pointing straight at it. Yeah. Like yep. when I am being someone that is working hard, looking to intentionally create my own opportunities and 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 be up to stuff in life. Like they come to me. And when I'm not, guess what? I'm like, yeah, there's no opportunities out there. Yeah, and I think that's why like you take. <laughs> Um, you take a group of rich people in whatever category you want to classify as rich, you'll see people from all different sectors. Like you'll see someone that maybe was born into a family that had that much money, a family that had half of that money, and a family that maybe they grew up in a family that had a quarter or less of that money, but somehow they all end up there. Mm-hmm. And the challenge is to get there. Like it's so silly to like just think it's uh, – no one's, uh, like, like everyone, like someone can get there without their own struggles, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And you'll, and, and it's really easy to judge that their struggles weren't as hard or whatever, but you just don't know. Yeah. Like maybe everything lined up for the person that came from the very bottom just perfectly. And maybe the person that had 75% of that money already, it was a lot, a huge struggle. Or, you know, there's so many different things, so many factors that it's like, it's not, you'd never compare apple to apples. So it's so much better to just focus on yourself, on what you want to produce and then go produce it. And I think luck, absolutely. Like, I think it's, um, good fortune, luck, like to act like that doesn't exist, like is a little bit of an air because it definitely does. Timing sometimes just works out a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, like stars just align like Tom Brady, like how many things had to align for Tom Brady to be who he is. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's like some luck in that, but it only takes a few decisions different for Tom Brady to be someone that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I watched uh, this last week, the Michael Jordan uh, documentary mm-hmm. and same way with him and almost every player on that team. Yeah. They're all, Multi, multi-millionaires. I mean, Michael Jordan couldn't spend all his money. Yeah, well, he's a billionaire now. Yeah, and had such a successful career. And yeah, it's so fun listening to their stories because as you're listening to it, you're like, there were there were so many times where a different decision will put their whole life on a separate trajectory. And yeah, a lot of luck had to do with, um, like I think it was Dennis Rodman, like wasn't even like played basketball in high school or anything. And it was at like some no-name college um, and then what was the other guy's name? One of the guys on the team, he, uh, he went to a school that was the same size of school of what I went to to play football. And that freaking cracked me up. I'm like, <laughs> and he ended up on the nineties bulls. Like one of the best basketball players there ever was like, it's because he took it and he created, it didn't matter that he was at a small school. He took his opportunity, created more of it. So I love what you're saying, dude. It's my experience of it. Dude, and, and my rant goes right along with it, which 
it, it's a, a quote I heard yesterday, and I'm probably going to mess it up, but I'll get the sense. And it's something that I didn't realize how profound what I was saying. So me and a couple of my buddies um, used to say this all the time in high school. And I had no idea how profound it was. And we'd walk around saying it, you know, the little yearbook picture. That's what we told them to put <laughs> as our quote, you know, like they do for seniors in high school. And what we'd walk around and say, and actually, dude, I think it's actually on that, our uh, senior picture, uh, the high school thing right there. Oh, is it? And it's uh, it's not who's going to let you, it's who's going to stop you. I love it. And so the guy put it a little bit different in this book I was listening to yesterday, and he said, most people are will be really quick to stop you if you haven't started, but are very hesitant to stop you if you're already moving. And it's, it's so true, like, when... If you want something in your life to look different, don't wait for the permission to make the changes. Go make the changes. Even if you have to ask for forgiveness later. Like you're so much better off to, to ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. And like most things aren't going to, you know, sure there's some lines there with that where it's like, you know, you don't want to totally blow up someone's world. Well, maybe you do. I guess I won't say say that. But like... You know, I I can understand that maybe if you're an employee, you may want to, um, there's there's a line somewhere. And I had this experience with a manager. He said, hey, I made this call. I told him, just go ahead. It was probably like a, I don't know, maybe like a $500 call. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, good. He's like, I figure if you didn't want that way, I'd beg for forgiveness. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. And and. He he said, if it was five thousand dollars, I definitely would have asked you first. I'm like, yeah, there's there's probably a line there of how much you're willing to risk, or if you are willing to risk it, go for it. But I think that's just a good principle of not waiting around for someone to tell you that, hey, it's okay, yeah, go go get what you want, go chase your dreams. Well, what's present for me when you say that is the fact that if you live your whole life looking for other people's permission to like create your life however you want it to be you're never going to create anything yep yeah and i dude i so i'm going to take this a little bit different direction but it's something that i've been talking with my wife about um quite a bit as we've just you know we'll regularly regularly discuss our beliefs and just different things like that. And anyway, and it goes right along with this. Coach Larson, which I don't think you ever played for, but he was. I, I, I didn't have the the opportunity to. Yeah. So, <laughs> I could have played, but I'm just, yeah. yeah. I, I never got that experience. So so he was um, a coach at our high school, um, and he was there my freshman, uh, sophomore, and junior year. Uh, well, I did play, play our freshman year. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but probably we're more with the freshman, freshman team there. Yeah. So, um Coach Larson, he's he's a funny character. He's someone that I look back on and I realize how much he taught me, and I really appreciate him. And I really appreciate how he was willing to interact with me, kind of looking back now as being a little bit older, you know, 10 years graduated and thinking how young high school kids and how he treated me with like, like I was an adult. Um, anyway, one thing he would use to tell us is he'd say, as a man, you've got to just step up and take what's yours sometimes or take what you want. And I never really heard that as anything useful for me. Like I heard that more of like, go be mean and bully or whatever yeah. or something like, no, that's just mine. Take it from someone. Um, 
not just go out and get what you want, regardless that other people are out trying to get what they want as well. And it's not necessarily stepping on other people or any anything like that, but it's just be intentional and go get it. And what I found um, as I kind of looked at my habits um, is I found I really, I, I've, I've really investigated my relationship with God. And for a lot of my life, I had this idea of God, like he was like this sky wizard up there <laughs> that like, you just hit like certain levels. Like I, I imagine it like a video game, you know how like video games, like either you lie for your points, you'll see like a bar graph go up and like there may be bars going across. Like you'd hit that and then like all the stuff would come down. So like I could raise this bar by like being righteous, doing all that he wanted and like working really hard. And like, it goes back to this intention thing. Like I'm not really working really hard to produce anything specific, but I'm just working hard. Like, you know, and that like, God sees that, and so my little my little graph goes up, and then you're about I hit to hit this, the bonus points. Yeah, I hit the bonus. Ding! Okay, now here's an opportunity that you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, yeah, maybe if I get more righteous, the sky wizard will give me. <laughs> get, I can work really hard and get to the two hundred thousand dollar bonus level, and like with zero intention. And I just share that because I wonder if someone may be in that same thing and in that same discovery, and like because it wasn't super conscious. But, like, as I really looked at how I interacted, it was like, man, there wasn't the so much I did was work for work's sake to wear it almost as a victim badge and say, look how hard I work and, like, look how good I am. So if good stuff comes, it's because the sky wizard, if good stuff doesn't come well i'm just a victim and working really hard and sometimes that's what happens to really good people and it's like man that's a that's a and i guess it like roundabout way what i'm saying is it's so easy to be a victim and you may be being a victim and you're you're you'll trick yourself You'll, you'll trick you. What I want to say is you're human. So, so crafty yourself is so crafty that will wrap it up in a way that unless you really slow yourself down to think about it, you wouldn't think of yourself of like, Hey, I'm someone that walks around as a victim. That's, that's like those liberals over there that do the weird stuff. Like, like say their pronouns before they talk or something. Those are the victim type people. I'm not one of those type people. And I realized like I lived my life like a victim. I will do that in areas of my life if I'm not careful. And yeah. uh, the the intention, everything you said, like, it just goes right in line with that. Like, the opportunities, you know, they they truly, like, I would have the mindset switch that they don't come from anywhere. They come from inside you. Yeah. You produce them. Um, and, like, what would that look like to really be committed to what you want to go get? Like, it's a, it's a fun thing to look like. Like, where would you stop? Would you stop when the first person told you no? Or or would you just keep going and uh, keep working at it? So some someone's wanting to come in. All right. So let's let, – I'll, I'll be down there in just a second. All right. Sorry for the interruption. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Guess I got to go do that. <laughs> we got to just start locking the door or something. <laughs> That's all right. Tyler will edit it out. Nah, dude. People like the rawness. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I said a lot. Swan should just wrap this up for us. 
I just love what you said there about. I like first off what I like what you said is the part where opportunity comes within, from within, and I experience that as true. Yeah. Like for me, like that's that's my experience of it, and that's like yeah that that's that that's a creation that that anybody can do. Yeah, and just one thing I want to add to that to kind of finish off what I'm saying of like how I've. Um, investigate my relationship with God because I wouldn't want to leave it out there like and so like God's not sky wizard so I think nothing's out there because I've got a strong belief and a lot of faith that there is more out there that that we do come from an almighty creator a father in heaven and but that my my interaction my views have changed from uh, almighty sky wizard to someone that believes in me as a creator and even though what in his perspective what i'm creating right now might be small um it's a learning process of how to create and so like i i feel like my relationship with god has turned much more into a father son learning he's trusting me give me a chance to grow not this mystical sky wizard that Throws yeah. down blessings with his <laughs> bonus points. Staff. Ding, ding, ding. No. good boy. It's, it's more like someone who's sitting right, right next to you and being like, "Hey, dude, you, 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 that's yeah. it. That's it. Get yeah. it." And and come to me with any questions. Yep. No, I love it. I love what you're saying there. I love okay. it. Well, anything else to add? No, dude. That that was. I liked what you had to say there. Some good stuff. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, we are really pushing to grow this. We, we had a ton of, uh, I'll share with you real quick. We had a ton of growth right at first and you guys have been awesome. We've kept super steady with our listeners and we decided it's time to go to the next level. So please help us by sharing this podcast. I'm posting a lot more about it on my uh, Instagram so you can share those to your stories and stuff like that. That'd be highly appreciated. And like I said, we're, we're putting a lot more effort, time, money into going out finding these super high quality guests, um, people that you haven't heard from a ton. Like it's not, we're not looking to get with people that have their own podcasts and you've heard from 50 billion times. We want people you've never heard their story for from so you can learn what they did. So the, the guys that are out there that are just secretly killing it and nobody knows about the it. The millionaires next door. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Peace. Peace.